0: gun sports radio is sponsored by love radio network
1: welcome to gun sports radio all about shooting hunting and self-defense now here are your hosts Dave
2: Stahl Lance Pelkey, and Michael Schwartz Life is so funny.
0: Folks, I usually listen to the whole song, but we have got so much news to give you right here at Gun Sports Radio, show 134. If you can believe that, hey, folks, go visit our website. We need to have you smack it a few more times. We need some more numbers. Uh, Just go to Facebook Gun Sports Radio. If you got comments, concerns, maybe you don't like the way we dress on radio, whatever your concerns are, feel free. Plus, we got Stump. Uh, The nephew, and if you can uh, stump the nephew at the end of the show, you can get yourself some bad-looking SD Angle County gun owner's shirt, thanks to Michael Schwartz. We got a good question for him this morning. Yeah, I bet you do. And this segment's brought to you by the only gun range in town you should be going to, the Gun Range San Diego, 7853 Balboa Avenue in San Diego. Join their exclusive club, and the benefits are galore. Just go to thegunrangsandiego.com, find out all the benefits by joining up and being a uh, Gold Ring member? Gold member. Yeah, I was
3: there Saturday. So I'm a Gold member. The place is packed. Some guy walks up to the the gun counter and he says, Hey, I go to another gun range and it's kind of getting tired there and the people are getting grumpy. And uh, I'd like to talk to you guys about memberships. And I just perked right up and said, Hey, I'm a gold member. He goes, what's that? And um, I I said, well, you, you know, you you get to cut that big line right there. Watch me. And then um, you get two cleanings a month or whatever the case may be. And they call my name as almost as as I walked in there, man, I was, I was shooting, rooting, tooting Mm -hmm. fast. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, Gold member. Well, 500 bucks a year or something
0: like that. It's worth it. Yeah. I mean, heck yeah, are you kidding, folks? So, seriously. Yep. And if you're a first-time shooter, do not be nervous. Don't be all afraid that they're going to be – there are some ranges out there that if you're not a professional shooter and, you know, you're dragging in a dead raccoon, then they're not probably going to talk to you. Go to Gun Range San Diego. If you're a beginner, middle, professional, you know – Olympic gold medalists—they will take care of you just like family.
3: Bring your buddies in on like a Absolutely. you know Sunday, Monday, Bring your
0: wife, your girlfriend, Tuesday night. You know, it's just fabulous. In fact, what a great time! I wouldn't watch the Oscars tonight. I would go shoot. Absolutely, that's I a great that's, idea. I thought you we would like to do that.
3: that next next year.
0: Yeah, we ought to have a. That's a great uh, idea. Uh, an it's Oscar a shootout, Oscar, like at the range, an Oscar shootout, <laughs> and we could have the you know the pictures of the movies, and we can shoot at the movie and see who's going to win. Whoever gets the most bullets.
1: <laughs> oh, we could do like uh, you know we we give our own Oscar awards, like best best shootout. Uh, you know? uh, we can have most accurate, Great you know. exactly. Although John Wick would probably just, and all of our trophies would them. be
0: uh, new right. skis, uh, sausages. Yeah, there Ooh. you go. You know, I tell. <laughs> I, I noticed you didn't bring one again. No, Where's your wife? Where is that woman? She's make, making newskies. Ah, I bet she is. You, brats. Hey, folks, that's the gun range, San Diego. Just go check them out. All right, so we got we had a little experience uh, today. I mean, we had a guest, no guest. Open guest. What do we got?
1: Oh, we got big news. Mike, what we got? I'm turning over to Mikey. We do. I wish it was it, I wish it was better news. But uh, la- on Friday, there was a press release that went out from uh, Todd Gloria's office. Mm-hmm. Todd Gloria is an assemblyman down in, in San Diego. He was on the city council, and he's now a uh, candidate for mayor as well. So uh, Todd was also the one who last year... Um, put into it's now required by the state that you have to have eight hours including live fire in order to get your CCW, uh, which is odd because it was already required to have eight hours with live fire in order to get your CCW. That's the what I thought. So he's clearly doing things. I, I think for for two purposes. One is to, you know, paint gun owners as dangerous. Sure. And two, I think he's trying to whip up votes for uh, to be mayor. He's trying to out you know, out anti-gun the other uh, candidates because he feels that that's something that'll get him elected in the city.
0: They actually think that that's going to get him elected? I mean, with as many gun owners that are in this town, and we're talking Republicans and Democrats, does he really think
1: that that's... Well, I, I got to tell you, I, I think that he looks around and he sees that uh, there are some very, very active anti-gun groups. And, you know, if if you don't have pro-gun folks beating on the beating on the door and saying, hey, you know we have rights and we have opinions. And, yeah, we do. You know, we San Diego County gun owners. If, if that doesn't happen, if, if in other words, if our side isn't as passionate as the other side, right. what's what's he left to believe? Yeah, you got a point. So they're they're banging on his door and saying, "Hey, this is what we want you to do." So here's what he's done: uh, he had a press conference on Friday to introduce AB 893, and to sum up AB 893, um, it bans gun shows, not in the entire state, but just on the Del Mar property that the state owns, the the fairgrounds in Del Mar. So you can have this show anywhere else, but not Del Mar. There are, and they have it on, uh, you know, fairgrounds in Orange County, in Ventura. They, you know, across the state, up and down the state, there are uh, uh, state-owned property where where they're having gun shows, but they're only banning it in Del Mar. Yeah. Well, is there that big of a benefit by having the show at Delmar, well, the only benefit, well, so there's a couple things, and uh, you know, and by the way, by just banning it on one piece of property, I think that they're conceding the fact that they're safe shows, well, of course, that they're legal shows, yeah, um, and they're really just focusing on, hey, this is a culture we don't want in our society, it's just or like
0: a- they found a they found an agricultural board that doesn't want guns, and the other fairgrounds have no problem with it. Yeah, but it's, it's like
3: if someone doesn't like cats and they don't, you know, they don't want the cat show to be right. there. But Amy. that,
0: but but maybe Pomona does,
3: right? But it just doesn't. It doesn't make any sense. It
1: doesn't make. So, sense but it. I think. But a lot of times, they a part of the argument that they were making, or part of the statement, was about how you know had to do with crime and safety. <laughs> well, if there really, if there was some kind connect, of connection between the gun show right. and crime and safety, why are they allowing it across the entire state? Well, they've completely lost that argument. So. Uh, the plan is to ban gun shows on uh, Del Mar. So, so why? Why why not just walk away? Well, we're looking at other properties, but it's frankly, you know, if, if you need 60,000, 70,000 square feet of, of usable space mm-hmm. and you need 1,200 parking spots,
3: where do you go? It's a public, it's a public space. It's a legal enterprise. There's no reason not to have it there. There's no reason not to have it. And There's, there's no reason. It,
1: it's exactly the venue. No. That we're, that, you know, that that's how it's supposed to be used. Is these these different shows? So again, what he's doing is it's an opportunity yeah. for him to say, hey, you know what? Gun owners are bad people. Gun owners are dangerous. Gun owners are criminals. Um, and when and it's not that uh, we have any uh, statistical evidence or any kind of proof that uh, crimes being committed because if they did, they'd ban it statewide. They're just saying, "Hey, this culture; these are bad people. They're undesirable. We want to kick them out of town." uh, And it is. I actually, uh, in my statement, you know, the press called and said, "Hey, do you have a statement?" And part of my statement was saying that, "Hey, Todd Gloria is is basically, you know, uh, positioning himself as a modern day." George Wallace or Bull Connor, mm-hmm. you know, and a lot of, I actually had a reporter say to me, well, who's George Wallace and Bull Connor, which, <laughs> oh my gosh. But, uh, you know, George Wallace and Bull At Connor. At least
0: he asked.
1: <laughs> At least. So they, uh, yeah, really, they, of course, were, you know, in Alabama during the, the marches, Martin <laughs> Luther King, extremely racist policies. And there's really very little difference between what's going on with gun owners in California and the other struggles that other you know minority groups and LGBT groups sure. have had to had to you know go through. This is a civil right, yeah. practicing civil right. rights. We're law abiding, um, you know. It's uh, we're a benefit to society, um, but uh, you know. Yeah. And what do they do? They paint us as dangerous, and well, sure. it's all about the children. Well, they
0: can't go war. after the criminals. You know how hard that is, and what they they might shoot back. Yeah, really. At least we know these law abiding gun owners are not going to shoot at us. So let's go after them. I mean, because the criminals are well, criminals.
3: They've been the, the, you know, we've been the the, the kicking. Oh. Folk, you know, yeah. bad guys for long enough now.
1: Yeah. For long enough and, and you know, everybody. Unfortunately, I think there are a lot of people out there listening right now that think, well, we'll take them to court. Just take them to court. That's the solution to every yeah. problem. No, that. That's not, the and solution. it's not. It's not the solution. You know, they've they've actually they've tried this in other places um, uh, with varying degrees of success. But you know, a court case is a hail mary. You know, you can't just go to the Super Bowl and say, yeah. don't worry, guys, fourth quarter, two minutes left, we're throwing a hail, a hail mary. You know, we, we've got to, you know, do the work it takes and, and stop the stuff. Make I the phone calls. Make I just
0: had a great idea. You ever been to OTL? Yes. On Fiesta Island? Right. Rent yourself a big honking tent and have it like a beach experience. Yeah, well,
1: we're looking at a couple of different areas uh, where, where there would be a big tent. We actually have talked to some vendors. And, and
0: Fiesta Island, you can, I mean, it's an island, so there's security there. Is like like nobody's business. Yeah. You only got one way on. You only got one way off. You can put three hundred and seventy-five cops at the at the entrance exit. You can do whatever you want, and it'd be a fun place. You could turn it into into a, like a you know a, a beach event,
1: right? There are and there are. We're looking at a number of outdoor outdoor venues. Yeah, uh, some of the indoor venues, but it, none of them fit quite like Del Mar. Well, unfortunately, but they're grumpy. Well, they are grumpy, and why, who wants to
0: hang with grumpy? I I don't want to give. In fact, it's so funny that you ever since you got on this. You know the gun show. Mm-hmm. I, I stop going there. Yeah. I don't shop there. I don't eat there. And I love the fish market. Yeah, but I i am not. I will not give them a red cent. And I don't. I think everybody else should. And if anybody says anything, say it's because you don't support my Second Amendment
1: rights. It's well, just that you, simple. You shouldn't when you know the the government is, when the government uh, uses their power to to uh, yeah. uh, manipulate, oppress, you yeah. know, people yeah. that are doing nothing more than you know uh, <coughs> exercising their civil right. rights. You shouldn't support that. I know.
0: So let's shouldn't take a break because now I'm angry. Right here on Guns Sports Radio, FM 961AM 1170. You can listen to us on iHeart. You can download the free app. You can go to the computer. There's no excuse. And if they take away your guns, we don't want to hear about it because you weren't listening. we got to act right here on Guns Sports Radio. Hey, folks. hey, welcome back. You're listening to Gun Sports Radio right here on FM 961 One, AM AM1170. We are the answer. Hey, how can you make your AR rifle legal and keep your features? Well, if you want your AR to have a pistol grip, telescoping stock, foregrip, grip, and still have a detachable magazine, check out Cali Key. Whether you're buying a new AR meet or need to make your current AR compliant, Cali Key has all the answers: cost-effective, easy to do. Future-proof all your ARs from all these horrible California gun laws. Go to CaliKey.com. K-A-L-I-K-E-Y. K-A-L-I-K-E-Y.com. Oh, how much protection do you have? What would you do if you got pulled over and a police officer found out you had a weapon? And even though you have a CCW, well, you know what? You could get arrested. Then what? Who's going to take care of bail? Who's going to get you a lawyer? Well, guess what? We have just the answer. Firearmslegal.com. For less than $10 a month, you can get... 24-hour, seven-day-a-week, 365 days out of the year, total protection. And you might even get our next guest coming up, John Dillon from Gatsky, Dillon & Balance, LLP. Trust me, don't get yourself in any kind of trouble. And for less than $10 a month, you can be totally protected. That is FirearmsLegal.com, FirearmsLegal.com, 469-310-9100. All right, here we got John Dillon on the line. How you doing buddy? How's it going guys? How you feeling?
2: Uh surviving. The uh, the whole family was knocked out this last week uh mm. with the flu. So, yeah. uh, everyone's on the mend now. So, that, that's a good thing.
0: Well, we're glad uh, to meet. Well, then you must have nothing but good news for us today.
2: You know, uh unfortunately <laughs> as per usual, uh I'm no. going to be bringing you some bad news uh, essentially this so uh, there is a number of new uh legislative proposals that are have been introduced they haven't been officially read yet but they were they are on the table uh, and they will become new gun law proposals very soon uh right now I have Five in front of me just right now. I'm probably only going to talk about three of the most atrocious of them, but you should all know that they are horrendous uh, now, uh, all of them. Uh, So don't think that just because I only named three, that those are the only things you got to worry about. There are a large number of very restrictive, very unconstitutional laws that are getting proposed in California. So let me start it off. Right now, uh, the first one, which is just a a crime on humanity, is uh, AB 879. Uh, Essentially, this would change the law to treat all 80% lower receivers, complete AR, upper receivers, unfinished handgun frames, would all be considered and classified as firearms under California law. That means background check, 10-day waiting period, uh, you know, can't be selling parts or buying parts and shipping them to your house. Uh, And essentially everything I named uh, is not a gun. Uh, You know, all federal law and basically every state uh, also agrees with that. California is just trying to limit, uh, you know, now the parts that you can buy for your gun. So, you know, uh, the way it's worded, it's so vaguely worded Uh, when it comes to components of certain categories of parts that uh, very easily, if you lose a spring or a D10 pin or something along those lines, you may be required to go get a background check in California before you can buy another one.
0: Did you hear that? That,
2: That's number
0: one.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I mean, it, the, the implications of this law uh, go well beyond 80% lowers. This is something that is going to affect, you know, the, the little parts, the, you know, that are absolutely necessary for a firearm function. Uh, but, you know, just the way they worded this law, it's, it's going to be scary. And you guys, those listening on the first segment uh, to rely on lawsuits to fix all these problems is not going to cut it because even if you win in a crazy liberal circus court like we have in California that's going to take, you know, anywhere from, you know, 5 to 10 years per case. Hey, John, uh,
0: especially if it's appealed. Hey yeah. John, how would you inf- how would they enforce that?
2: Well, they would enforce it just like they would enforce uh the firearms restrictions uh if you went to your FFL, they would essentially mandate that the FFL require a background check before you buy a eighty percent lower or a, an AR upper. Oh uh, it notices obviously would go out to the other states and online stores that they cannot sell certain parts, oh, okay. uh, and essentially black out the market for online retail. Uh, you know, a lot of retailers would just. And essentially pull out of California altogether, uh, I'm guessing because they don't want to uh, inadvertently violate this convoluted you know b s law
1: so i john the, I mean without serializing like like for example an upper you know how do, you know how would that how do you think that would work how I do mean, they track that yeah
2: again. You know, California does a lot of things where, if you try to approach it rationally or logically, it makes no sense. <laughs> um, we we have a bunch of representatives that don't use you know uh, logical thinking, uh, and yeah, that is a great point. Uh, you know, I don't know. If, if they're going to then start trying to mandate that all these things get serialized before they come to the state. I have no idea. Well, they don't but, really uh, care.
0: All they want to do is jam up the works. That They don't really care yeah. whether it's right, wrong, or if there's any logic to it. It's just if we keep throwing mud in the middle of the road, pretty soon no one's going to be able to get through.
2: Yeah, it's essentially they're trying to deter, like I said, they're trying to deter people from selling these sure. parts, from offering these things for sale. Uh, and by having, you know, a, you know, a criminal liability, uh, regardless of whether or not they can, you know, properly enforce it, uh, you don't want to be that random guy that they just choose to uh, enforce it against. Uh, and oh, yeah. I think that threat alone will cause, like, a good example, right now there's a lot of dealers, uh, you know, you go on certain sites like gunbroker.com where you buy online and they ship it to your FL most sellers on that site will not sell to California not because the gun is illegal to sell in California just because they don't want to deal with the red tape and the crazy amount of restrictions in California so they just don't sell to California um so it's going to probably have that uh realistic you know reality effect where just people are going to stop selling certain things in California
1: so the, um, john the bill keeps using the word precursor you know that it, it no. a, a, like it says that you know it's a they're banning precursor parts to firearms does it define what what they mean by precursor i, I mean is is it it really is that broad that any you know any kind of you know pin or 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 whatever or spring yeah
2: yeah, so essentially it states the precursor part is a component of a firearm necessary to build or assemble a firearm included in one of the following categories, and then it states you know, eighty percent lower receivers and it names all different types of receivers made from every um uh, material you can think of. Uh complete AR uppers and that's the big one. So if it's a component of an AR upper there's a lot of little springs in, you know the gas tube gas block you know gas block key BCG you know charging handle there's all sorts of stuff that are in an, uh, an AR upper receiver are those all now going to be classified as firearms in and of themselves uh, I have no idea it's an insane law do you uh, think it'll uh, you think it'll
0: go through do you think it'll be it'll pass
2: we we have Gavin Newsom as governor I would be shocked if he vetoed it
0: Oh, he won't veto it. No, there's no doubt about. it. But you think it'll get through? Through the trail, as they say.
2: I mean, you know, very rarely do bills die uh, in this. With our representatives uh, in California, we have the supermajority in the state of you know Democrats, and right. they don't like his guns. Uh, they don't like us owning those guns, and they want the guns. <clears> and, <throat> and it's a. It's honestly, it's a stupid thing to say that no one wants to take your guns. I am very well aware of people wanting and taking guns from citizens. Uh, So real quick, uh, another bill, and this is something that I know uh, Michael Schwartz will be interested in and all of San Diego County gun owners and their members, but uh, AB-1297 would essentially get rid of the cap on CCW applications, the fee, uh, right now there's a $100 uh, <laughs> application fee cap. This would get rid of that cap. Uh, and essentially, it would allow the you know, sheriff or the police, whoever's uh, dealing out the CCW, to charge a reasonable amount necessary to complete the processing of the application. So essentially, it's a way to price people out of getting... Uh, CCW, right?
0: Because in Texas uh, you can get it for fifty. In Tennessee, I think it's thirty-five. Yeah, I'm pretty sure in Texas.
2: I just read that it may have even be down to forty in some areas.
0: Yeah, I, I wouldn't be, you know. And it's just, and then I think to re to redo it, I think you just mail in the money and you get renewed. You don't have to go through any. Well, but you're right, Cal. But see, California, everybody got to be careful. California's a test bed. And if it passes in yeah. California, it's going east. I'm telling you. Michael, did you have a quick question? Not just, it goes
2: everywhere. You know?
0: yeah. yeah, go it, for
1: it. It's, you're, we're at about like 160 bucks as it is, which is probably the most expensive yeah. in the country. I don't yeah. know another well, municipality. It's, it's, it's pretty bad. I don't know. It's just, it makes yeah, sense. There,
2: there's the initial application fee and then... There's some taxes and other fees separate from the sure. quote-unquote application fee. So in San Diego, we're already paying, uh, you know, way too much uh, for what we're getting. It's an absurd amount. Uh, this would only allow them to charge, you know, whatever they wanted. And you know, to be honest, this is, uh, in in my opinion, it's in response because in San Diego, we put the pressure on the sheriff. And now they're handing out CCWs sure. because they can't hide behind good cause anymore. Right. A lot of other counties aren't able to hide behind good cause because they're also feeling pressure.
0: Sure. Uh, but they can charge us. They can charge you out of it. That's for sure.
2: Yeah. So now, fine. We'll say you meet good cause, but it's five hundred dollars for an application. Right. Uh, good luck with that. So uh, that's just another way that yep. they're trying to like you know throw mud in your face, get in the way any way they can. Uh, keeping you from exercising your right.
0: Hey, John, how many guns do you think are gun owners or that have guns in in California? Do you have a number, you think?
2: How many gun owners?
0: Well, how many guns do you think there are in California legally?
2: I mean, we have a large population in the country. Uh, (laughs) We have millions and millions and millions of guns in this state.
0: Didn't they just close Uh, the barn door? Didn't they close the barn door and everybody's out of the barn already? (laughs) <laughs> I mean, really. I mean, sure, they're going to go after the future buyers, but there's enough in California. I mean, it, they'll never get to us. Or I can't say never, but they're going to have to work well, really again,
2: hard. Uh, all of this stuff has to do with people who are legally buying things. I know. That I'm reading off that is to stop bad guys, because they're literally... Uh, All of this is absurd uh, and has nothing to do with catching actual criminals. These are Mm -hmm. ways to pinch out, you know, the the law-abiding citizen who doesn't have tons of money to buy, you know, parts or get a CCW app. They're trying to keep everyday citizens from getting guns. Uh, And real, real quick, just pay attention. You also have AB-276 and SB-172. These would require firearms to be locked any time the owner of a residence is even outside their home. And the kicker is if you violate this, it's a 10-year firearms prohibition in
0: California. Whoa. All right. Go away. <laughs> Get off my radio show. You are so most negative. Now, I'm only kidding. I love you. To, these wh- people at your of office hey, without you, we wouldn't know all of this stuff. I'm telling you, brother, because the general public doesn't know because the media doesn't cover it. Nobody jumps up and says, hey, check out what Sacramento's doing now. No media outlet is doing that except this one.
2: Oh, of course. And when they pass, there'll be no No. notification of any kind to people, and people will be in violation of it without even knowing. Oh, my
0: gosh. All right, buddy. Well, folks, Sorry, trust yeah. me, if you ever get yourself in trouble with a gun and you need a good lawyer, you will not get anybody better than Gatsky, Dillon, and Balance, LLP, Joe, even FirearmsLegal.com. All right, buddy, thank you very much. We appreciate it. And his website is CAFirearmsLegal.com, CAFirearmsLegal.com, or you can call him at 760-431-3501. If he's not changing diapers, he'll pick up the phone. Thanks, buddy. We're gonna take a small break. When we come back, a whole lot more right here on Gun Sports Radio. I'm Dave. He's Lance. That's Mike. We'll be right back. FM ninety six one AM eleven seventy. We are the answer. Hey, welcome back. You're listening to Guns Sports Radio right here on FM 96.1 AM 1170. We are the answer. Hey, how can you make your AR rifle legal and uh, keep your features? If you want your AR to have a pistol grip, telescoping stock, or grip and still have a detachable magazine, check out Cali Key. Whether you're buying a new AR or need to make your current AR compliant, Cali Key is a cost-effective, easy solution that will allow you to keep your AR compliant with future-proof your AR from all these horrible California gun laws. CaliKey.com. Go to K-A-L-I-K-E-Y.com. Tell them you heard it right here on Gun Sports Radio. All right. Hey, this segment is brought to you by the Gun Range San Diego. I call it the Nordstroms of Gun Ranges. Just not the price. Their customer service is impeccable. Whether you're a first-time shooter, medium shooter, you know, heavy-duty shooter, or hardcore Marine, they will treat you just like family, and you will be totally amazed at the professionalism you'll get out of the staff at The Gun Range San Diego. 7853 Balboa Avenue, open 10 to 10, 7 days a week, almost 365 days out of the year. Go to TheGunRangeSanDiego.com, look at all the benefits, you can join their exclusive club, it's all right there. Right now, we got Casey. He is our spokesperson from the gun range, San Diego. How you doing, Casey? Pretty good. How you guys been? Yeah, just living the dream. How about you? You know, keeping dry now. The rain's over. Yeah, now you got to wax your car. He's a neighbor of yours, <laughs> Dave. Are you up in Alpine? Yeah. Are you up in Alpine? I am. Yep, I'm up in Alpine. I remember, he was born in a Jeep in Alpine. Uh, <laughs> you live up on I North. Was. Hey, you're not up on North Victoria, are you? No, 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 no! I'm over toward Top Tool. Did you hear we had an active shooting uh, Saturday night? I, I did. I heard something about that. Yeah. A house arrest. It was my ha- about three houses. It was right down the street from me. Yeah. First time I had a house arrest. It was amazing. I even took pictures <laughs> of the tape. I'm gonna save that forever. <laughs> Only an Alpine. Hey, I know, right? It's funny. Alpine's yeah. quiet, quietness sometimes, you know. Yeah. It, it, that's the funny
4: part about it. It'll be real quiet and beautiful and serene, and then when something does go wrong, Jeez. it's just something... Astronomical! I mean, Some well, major thing goes off, and you're like, geez, where's the balance here?
0: It doesn't need to be down the street or from my house either. That's the terrible thing. Yeah. <laughs> hey, so
1: Absolutely.
0: do I really need a holster? Can't I do it like the the guys on TV and stick it in the back of my belt? Yeah. Loop?
1: Ma- Magnum PI didn't need a holster. I know. I was watching
0: a movie the other day. A guy <laughs> took a honk and big, huge 911, stuck that in the back of his pants. He ran, jumped over trees and stuff. He never fell out All Right, yeah. yeah.
4: You know, yeah, it's always funny when I mean, you see Hollywood and stuff like that. They stick it, you know, tuck it behind their back, put their shirt over, and it's like, well, you know, I mean, your, your, your pistol is going to go down your pant leg and possibly fall out when you're walking around. I mean, <laughs> and blow off your foot. Smoke. <laughs> exactly. You know, so it really depends on what you're using your holster for. Like, you know, here at the gun range, most of us are all armed, so we all have a variety of holsters. Whether you're going concealed carry, military, law enforcement, it's always good to have a holster on you, like up in Alpine where I live. I'm out in the middle of nowhere. So most of the time I keep my gun on me just because, you know, I have a big ranch, I have plenty of land. It's just nice to have that security on it since it's my private property. I can do that. Um, But it really depends on what's working for you. When it comes to, you know, concealed carries and stuff like that, a lot of people keep to the Kydex ones with no locking or retention on that, which is a good rule of thumb. Because you want it as flat and as low profile against you, so you're not printing. I mean, we have a lot of guys that there their CCWs in here. And the Kydex ones are the best because they don't really fold or conform or anything. There are some other ones out there that are good. The ones I stay away from no matter what will be, you know, fabrics and what like that. Because they're so flimsy and so pliable, anything bumps on it, you know, so you bump into a counter or something like that, who knows? that counters can hit the trigger and, uh, you know, put a nice hole through your butt.
0: Oh, they're like, yeah, that's, I already got one hole. Yeah, exactly.
4: So when it comes to the concealed carry, pretty much Kydex is like the dominating factor on that because there's so many options out there, so many lengths of it, how flat it is, thickness of it, and most of them won't have that retention on them like locks. Because when it comes to CCW, if you are in a situation like that, your gun has to be out as quickly and as possible on the opposite side of it, it still has to have that positive retention. So it's not going to just fall out. You know, the Kydex, they're molded to your firearm. So it kind of has that pressure lock on it, but not necessarily a normal locking. Now the ones I use, I like Safari Land. I've always used them. They've always been good for me. They have that good ALS system where it's just like a little kind of push button on the left side of the gun. So the instant my hand's on my gun, my, button, my finger's already on the lock, and it's ready to roll. I personally like retention when I have my gun on me in here. Just for the reason, you know, if they somehow, some way, some bad person comes in here and they'll you know, come up behind me, they have to know how to use my holster and get it out. So it'll give me that split second to t- uh, defend myself.
0: Interesting. What about. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going back to the movies. You know, Steve McQueen mm-hmm. in the movie Bullet, where he's got one of those holsters where it goes under, uh, the straps go over each shoulder and the gun stays in yep. your armpit.
4: Yep, so that's one of the older styles, because um, that was where the best, person, uh, most of the people that have those on there, they're wearing an over jacket or stuff, mm-hmm. and when it comes to concealing it, yeah, it hides it very, very well, but it's kind of that cross-jaw motion where it's kind of awkward, mm-hmm. so you're going to have to reach across, and if it's strapped or not, it's going to take a second to tug out there, and then you're mm-hmm. doing this big swinging motion. Good for some concealment, yeah, it hides it pretty good. Is it more practical? Eh. With how technology is today, how the holes work today, and how we understand the proper way or the best way to use firearms, most people, I mean, the big popular one is appendix care right now. It doesn't necessarily fit most body profiles. Like if you're thinner, yes, it does work. Me, I'm a bit bigger of a guy, so uh, appendix doesn't really work that well for me. So carrying at the 4 o'clock position, which would be pretty much right on my butt cheek on the right side oh. that works good for me because it's kind of flat up on my back and it doesn't print as much
0: dave, did so you just did,
1: did you just reference steve mcqueen dave by the way yes i did
0: <laughs> He did He did well i'm trying to That's think fine. of I'm, I'm sitting here racking my brain okay what detective i was gonna say james bond but <laughs> i like he, steve he yep. I, well he wears yeah. the same kind of um holster system to you know where he goes two straps over yeah. each shoulder what about Barney Miller? Yeah. What did he? <laughs> no, you, Barney Miller can't even have a bullet. Are you kidding? How about Fifty Cent?
1: You know, there there actually is a modern day uh, product. I don't know if you've heard of it, Casey. Uh, it's called Kangaroo Carry, and it was designed for air marshals. And they, it's it's like a, it's a big, it's a sturdy strap, and it goes about about hmm. the chest level, and you still you carry right. it under your arm like that. It's kind of a modern day version of yeah, uh, hmm. of Steve I McQueen.
4: It really comes down to, you know, what body type and what clothing you're wearing. So with air marshals and stuff, most of the time they're wearing jackets or, you know, they're kind of in as much and print as less they can. Plus, they're going to be sitting, you know, air marshals, they're on the plane the whole time. They're
1: sitting down. They're going down. to be sitting
4: down, for the, they're sitting down. So in a sitting down position, is it optimal to have your mm. pistol on your hip, on your backside, appendix? Mm, not really. Mm. So I can understand the absolute practicality behind that because they don't have to adjust their body position. Their hand goes in and it comes right out. Instead of having to roll to the side or something, kind of contort your body. So when it comes to situations like that, absolutely. If that's what it calls for, go with it.
1: Now, where do you fall on the the Serpa debate with with the? <laughs>
4: uh, yeah, so, you already know. You, you know, already know what I'm talking about. Some guys. Like we have a guy here that uses Serpa, and it works fine for him.
0: Right, what's, a, what's a What's the Serpa? Explain to the people so that don't SURPA, know what that is.
4: So the circle will be, you know, Blackhawk brand. So basically how it is, you have to envision a holster. On the right side of it, kind of where the trigger goes goes in, there'll be a little button, and that is your release. So you have to press that and then pull the holster strap. Gotcha. Good retention. The downside of it is your finger is pretty much right where the trigger will be. So if you're not paying attention or trying to be too fast, you're pressing that button, pulling your gun out, and the pressure finger will slide up the gun. And your finger will land straight directly on the trigger, the instant it's clearing the gun. All right. Now, is that how everybody's going to do it? No, not yeah, necessarily. There goes your but, unit. You know, that, yeah. So it comes down to that. The military and the Marine Corps, that's what we have. They have the Serpent ones. You know, military right. gets the cheapest thing out there. We right. didn't really use pistols that often. Right. The other thing they had is drop legs. I just buy drop legs. Mine that I have right now, that I'm carrying, I have a Safari Land. It is a drop leg, but it's mid thought. So it's only about three inches down from my actual hip, and it kind of just gives me a little bit more room to it.
0: Gotcha. Other I'm going to try them all out.
4: Almost, yeah, yeah. Other ones, they'll drop it down to your knees. And, you know, you have to think when you look at it. Cool, you'll have, you know, a retention band going around your thigh, but you have this giant piece of canvas going down, and all it does is not tight to your body. When you walk, that thing slams in front of your leg, back of the leg. Yeah. When you're running with it, it is just slapping around everywhere.
0: All right, so let me so, ask. Know, let me ask the important question: How many different holsters do you have at Gun Range San Diego? People could come down and try out. About
4: 12, I would say thirty or forty. It You know, we got enough in here. But when it comes to that stuff, you know, there's so many different brands of holsters out there yeah. to try and keep them all in product or in here so people can hold them. It's can't really do it so most of us guys in here you know we'll show the customers like hey i run this one because it works for me we'll let people check them out and look at it and then anything that we don't have in we order it comes in within a week all
0: right thanks buddy you're the best that's the gun range san diego we want to thank casey in fact you'll be there till 10 o'clock tonight folks if you want to go down and check out his holster it might fit you thanks buddy have a good one. Have a good one, guys. All right. Hey, we're going to take a small break. and we come back, guess what? We're going to stump the nephew. He is sitting in the wings, and Michael's got a really tough question for Sam the Gunman right here on FM 961 AM 1170, The answer. Hey, folks, hey, welcome back. You are listening to Gun Sports Radio right here on FM 961 AM 1170. I'm Dave. He's Lance, and here that's we are. Mike. And, hey, do you or any of your family keep a taser, pepper spray, firearms, or other weapons for personal protection? Do you have or are you going to get a CCW? Well, if you're involved in an incident, what is your plan to pay for bail and the expensive lawyer cost if you get taken to the Hooskow? Talk with the good folks at Firearms Legal Protection for as little as $10 a month. You'll have peace of mind knowing a 24-hour hotline and legal representation is there for you 365 days out of the year. That's Firearms Legal Protection at www.firearmslegal.com, or you can call them at 844-357-9400. That's firearmslegal.com. All right, Mr. Schwartz.
3: Here we go. Well, real quick, I'd like to piggyback on, on that uh, oh. firearms legal deal real quick. Because, you know, um, uh, um, board member Joe Dremisi, yep. Senegal County gun owners, yep. wrote a recent article um, and was highlighting an article uh, a guy wrote that was involved in a shooting as a CCW carrier. And he was involved. And the upshot of it was that he really wished that he had some kind of protection. Sure. You have even if you some don't kind of legal protection, e- right? legal protection, even if you don't have a ccw you should have
1: some kind of legal yes. protection yeah you absolutely should because it know. covers you know no matter what you know hands and bats and everything knives and, and s- whatever, all that you, kind of stuff you, right. oh, see that's gun.
0: interesting i thought yeah. it was just guns
1: no no so and
0: anytime that so, you're using a device to protect yourself your family right which could be technically declared as a weapon yes you'll need protection and
3: anytime you get sucked into the system man it's going to cost you money you know, even if they oh, eventually right, release yeah. you. And it's just it's just silly not to spend, you know, the couple hundred bucks a year even if, and hope you never use it. Hope you, need, hope you never oh, need yeah, it. Yeah, there, yeah, there's
1: yeah. so many crimes. I'm never going to rob a bank. You know, I'm never going to do... You know, there's so many crimes you can avoid. There's so many legal issues well, you can course. avoid. You know, I, you, can de- you decide whether or not you drink and drive, you know, but... To be involved in a defensive situation where someone is attacking you, right. you don't have a choice. And they're going to you know, tear know, you right. apart. So, so you, you got to have some kind of protection. It's a big deal. And you get this information, uh, San Diego County Gun Owners. Yep, on our blog section. Yep. If you're not reading those blogs, they're i got to tell you, Joe Dremisi is putting out some of the best Second really Amendment is. content on the internet. internet. i got to so tell you. Yeah, you great great. go to SanDiegoCountyGunOwners.com yeah. and then click on the big blue button that says blog he's got a ton of information there cool it's really a great job yeah so anyway all right all right
0: now we're gonna get to sam the gunman how you doing buddy here we go
1: good
0: afternoon gentlemen by the way thank you for the snow it was all a two inches i thought about you (laughs) and no i did not shovel it i let it melt Glad to hear
1: it. <laughs> and we got them all squared away. Uh, Sam is coming to the uh, the charity shooting. Um, how,
0: how excited are you, my friend? Uh, on a scale from 1 to 10,
5: um, probably two.
0: Nine or ten. Nice. Very good. Well, and listeners
3: can come and meet them. So, how can yeah. they uh, sign up for that thing, Mike? if well, they want to get a table. It's, it's actually they can't.
1: Oh, that's that's Gun Prom. Yeah, he, gun he's, prom. he's going no, to the he's charity going shoot. To the, oh, the charity yeah, oh, yeah, The right. thing you're I'll going go to. Yep. Yeah, yeah, that's but, right. But GunProm.com. Go to GunProm.com. To getcha, I don't want to, I don't sure. want to plug to go to waste. Okay. All right. So stump my nephew Sam the Gunman. Are you ready for this? I hope so. Yes, I think you are. I think you're going to do just making him nervous. Todd in San Diego. This is a uh, uh, this is a question about a guy named John Moses Browning. Are you familiar with that guy? Who isn't? <laughs> Good. So he is. Uh, so Todd from San Diego uh, points out that uh, Mr. Browning is most famous, uh, arguably, for uh, inventing the Colt 1911. Um, and uh, I think a lot of people associate him with with, with certainly with that, but definitely with Colt. So this guy Todd down in San Diego, he wants you to name at least one firearm that uh was designed by uh by Browning for Winchester.
5: All right, Todd from San Diego. Great question. Um John Browning is something of an interesting character in the uh the firearms world because unlike pretty much every other designer, he didn't You know, he didn't go and get an engineering degree and, you know, draw up his designs. He just, he came up with designs in his head and he built prototypes and passed them off to engineers and said basically, hey, can you figure out how I made this? Um, So uh, while he was working for Winchester, he designed, um, of course, a lot of firearms. They were buying all his patents as he filed for them. one of the most notable being the Browning Auto Five, and for a long time, if you wanted a self-loading shotgun, that was what you got.
1: The Browning Auto Five, drum roll. Let's see. Yep, that is a made by Winchester. You're absolutely right. I got to tell you, there's a, doing some research, Sam. Mm-hmm. This guy, I didn't know this. He invented the 25 ACP, the 32 ACP, the 380, the 45, the 50 BMG. I had no idea. I knew he was obviously prolific, but this guy, he he designed stuff for Savage, for Winchester, for Colt. I mean, he's just absolutely amazing, isn't he?
5: Yeah, for FN as well, after he uh, he moved to Belgium later in life and worked at FN where he designed the Browning High Power.
1: The Browning High Power. That's Mm. exactly right. Wow. Well, awesome. Awesome job. Um, how long? Do you know how, how? I mean, how much did he did he work directly for Winchester, or did he just sell these designs? Or do you know how how much uh, much about how that worked?
5: Yeah. um, When he was working for Winchester, and uh, as far as I know, it was like this for every company he worked for. But when he was working for Winchester, um, he would come up with ideas. Like I said, he, he would just, you know, get ideas and build prototypes. And every patent he applied for, Winchester had a deal where they would just automatically buy it. And not all of The things he came up for, uh, not all the things he came up with and applied for patents on were good concepts, but um, Winchester didn't want to run the risk of one thing he invented becoming uh, ubiquitous, so they were just buying the rights to everything he came up
1: with. They just bought everything off of him, which is amazing. I mean, the list of, I'm just looking at a list of guns that are still in production by him, and there are dozens. Um, yeah, the uh, the M2, the 1911, of course, the the high power, which used a
5: linkless barrel, unlike the 1911, um, and it had a substantial number
1: of changes, sort of a product improved 1911. What does that mean on um, linkless barrel? As I said. What's that? What does it mean? A linkless barrel? Is that what you said? What does that mean?
5: Yeah. Um, so you know how in the uh, in the 1911, it's got that swinging barrel link yep. on the bottom that allows the barrel to tilt in like your Glock, for example, because I know you love your Glocks. I love my Glock. Um, it just has sort of this wedge-shaped surface on the bottom of the barrel instead oh. of a swinging link.
1: Ah, Interesting. Look at that. So now, yeah,
5: Browning and, came up with that too.
1: Now did you you had no you had no idea what question I was gonna ask. You had no previous knowledge or anything. You have no preparation in front of you about about uh, Browning or anything, right? All I've got
5: in front of me is a San Diego County gun owner's glass filled with chocolate milk. <laughs> <laughs> <Filled> with
1: chocolate <laughs> <laughs> nice plug. <laughs> awesome. That's a great answer. All right, Sam, awesome job. Couldn't be more proud to call you my nephew. Very, you, You've redeemed yourself. You, you, you got a couple wrong there in the past. That's okay. You gave some great information here today. You got it right. Todd from San Diego is going to get a teacher from San Diego County Gun Owners. And if you're listening and you have a question to stump my nephew, just email us. Go to the website, San sandiegocountygunowners.com, and email us, and we will uh, see if you can stump my nephew. We'll see you in Nevada in a couple of weeks, my friend.
3: Yeah, I look forward to it. And as uh, as always, thanks for having me on. Hey, man, it could be really cold up there, by the way. So make sure and I
1: mean, like twenty something degrees. He doesn't know anything I'm, about cold. I know. Seriously, to I'm bringing. I'm bringing. I've
5: slept outside in sub-zero temperatures. Oh before. yeah, hey, twenty-five miles an hour. This kids,
0: tough. Okay, I warned He's him. Sam the gunman. All right, Sam. All right, thanks a lot, buddy. Say hi to the family. We're gonna let you go. All right, good night. All right, folks. Hey, by the way, the gun prom is right around the corner. Right around the corner, May the fourth. Got any chair, tables left?
1: We have tables and and, and seats left. Uh, you definitely want to get in. Uh, we're, we, you know, we're looking for. Uh, it's gonna be seventy five tables of eight, and I'm gonna do some quick math. That's six hundred people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So they're still. You know, we're, we're a couple months out, but now is the time. What to are the levels ticket. for the tables? How much? Uh, basic table is so one ticket, just one seat is one hundred fifty dollars right. per person. Okay. Basic table is uh, eight seats. That's twelve hundred dollars. But then we have uh, uh, tables that come with wine, and uh, that's a diamond table. It comes with wine, a special gift for everybody. Uh, you get uh, you know your name up and up on you know displayed. Thank you from from San Diego County yep. Gunners, that sort of thing. Uh, that's uh, twenty five hundred. If you're a ten ring member, it's only two thousand, and that also that twenty five hundred dollars comes with a ten ring membership. So if you've been thinking about becoming a 10-ring membership, now's the opportunity. And, and
3: everybody, sh- everybody should. I mean, you fight Todd, Glory, and all the craziness. Uh, you know, guys, come and support. Have a good time, right? Exactly right.
0: All right, folks. Right. Right. Hey, that's- we want to thank all our sponsors, the San Diego County Gun Owners.com, the Gun Range San Diego.com, CA Firearms Law.com, Firearms and last but not least, CaliKey.com, K-A-L-I-K-E-Y.com. Be safe, folks. Don't let the big man get you. Stay tight. Join San Diego County gun owners. We'll talk to you next week.